Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Hey everyone. Welcome to episode 277, the one where Telesto takes over the world. I am Fluffy Fingers MD, and with me as always is my co-host Admiral Nips. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? I, you know, you painted, you didn't get me with the thunderclaps today in private matches, but you painted my body purple quite a bit in those <laughs> private matches. <laughs> that sounds fun. I feel yeah, like people like it. There is a lot of Telestoing going on this evening. Um... But you know what? We have we have a new guest, dude. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about this too. It's always fun when we have a new guest, and uh, our guest has special talents, and we'll we'll get into that. But I would like to welcome to the show Cheese Forever. How you doing tonight, Cheese? Up. Uh, I'm doing good. That's good, man. So, um, for people who might not know you, what what do you like? What it you create videos like tell us tell us kind of like what your thing is with destiny too so i create videos that make the game easier to play and save time usually or anything that has to do with telesto probably <laughs> no big week for you huh <laughs> yeah um yeah and and your videos are great man like i love it when i love it when things like you know, come to light that you share with the world. Um, I have definitely, I have definitely used your videos quite a few times to cheese different things in, in destiny. So I do appreciate that. Um, how did, how did you get into doing like cheese videos? Like how, how did that come about or what sparked the interest? So I played a lot of destiny one and, uh, in Destiny 2, there was, like, in Destiny 1, there was there were cheeses, and there were videos, and people were talking about it. But when Destiny 2 hit, like, after the first season, there weren't cheeses, there weren't videos, there wasn't uh, hype about glitching. And uh, I had, you know, I had glitches that I found that I thought were helpful, so I posted those on Reddit. And, you know, you can't show off a cheese without a video, so that they know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's a lot, cool. lot easier to look at one of your videos when I am like, how, wait, how are they doing this? And actually see it versus where I read it on like a tweet or something like that. Or Reddit, yeah. even Reddit stuff where it's like, oh, now people are doing this. And first stop is let's go to Cheese's web or YouTube page to see how they're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have a good job of do a good job of like breaking it down. So it's really easy to understand. Um, so you said that you've been doing like these videos for about five years. Um, like at what point did you, did it like become your thing? Like at what point did you slowly become like the bife or the myland of, uh, of cheese videos? Cause I, I feel like you've entered into that ring where you are like the expert right now. Uh, I would say around a hundred subscribers, Okay. Um, I didn't have any audio in my videos. I was just, you know, showing 
and it was an extension of my Reddit, and my Reddit got a lot of karma from that, and uh, it kind of transitioned more from a Reddit to just a YouTube video because uh, enough people were interested to motivate me to do more. That's really cool. Did you did you like uh, did you see your how you're doing editing and your video capturing and all that? Like, did that grow quite a bit too um, from uh, those I, Reddit days? I mean, I did take a lot of feedback into a into account, and you know, some was harsh because you know nobody is perfect, and I didn't, I wasn't set up for recording or mm-hmm. editing or anything like that, so. I've tried a lot of different things and I've I've gotten things to work better and things have gotten worse occasionally and you know I just it's just kind of a balancing act because I'm not I'm like a budget Xbox player you know so I got my Elgato which is like the only thing you can use to record yep. your Xbox like that's just what you have to use so I don't I don't actually use my Elgato unless it's for large sessions. Most of the time, I just use the Xbox clips. I upload it to OneDrive. I download it to my computer. I edit that. I upload it. I mix it. You know, I record the audio yeah. separately. Get, <laughs> I had to, I had to work out a whole system, you know, for what works for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, a, you know, man, it's a lot of work. I was just gonna say. We when we were back doing our D one league matches, that was how I'd always put together like my clips from the nights and stuff like that to get Val to watch and like make me better. And it's like for even that, for like not well produced things, it took hours of time. So it's a hats off for your for your small videos to be the ones that you use the OneDrive uploaded, cut and record audio separately and all that good stuff. That is a hell of an endeavor. Um I will say, because we were both Xbox players and then uh, migrated over to PC, um, I really do miss the record a clip and have it upload to OneDrive um, and to Xbox DVR. Although Xbox DVR got pretty crappy towards the end of D1 because they started spamming ads all the time. But it was really nice to like to like have a short clip or a GIF that you could just post in Discord and everyone could like check it out. Like I do, I do miss that with a PC. You actually have to do more steps. I mean, you could obviously put it out there, but unedited on PC is probably easier, but edited clips are probably yeah. harder. Yeah. Oh. Um, I was going to say, going back over what you've done for your YouTube channel, what was, what's been one of your like favorite cheeses that you got out there to the masses? The one that you're like, either most proud of or you thought was the most fun to to share i mean i've i mean i'm in the thousands for cheeses (laughs) yeah yeah. i can't can't just be like no this is the cheese this is the cheese yeah yeah. let's save the world because uh you know they're they're all they're all different they're all interesting that they show you know they they're evolving you know, and some are built on off previous ones. So I couldn't say that there's just like one cheese uh, that stood out. But one that a lot of people have thanked me for personally was when uh, it was like it was the strike with the Shrieker, like the the Savathun's. Yeah, Shrieker. I remember yeah. that one. The, right. There was there was a quest for an exotic uh, 
and you had to you had to beat that mission and uh, there was a cheese spot down below that you could hide from the shrieker and just have you know somebody else complete the mission and right. i got thanked for that video a lot what exotic was that because it was it wasn't a normal version of that strike it was like a super hard version i remember doing it with bryce and jay and like taking hours in there was that thorn or lumina or something like that it was a hand cannon. Uh, I think it. I think it was Thorn. Oh, that's crazy, dude! Yeah, I remember that one because because it, it was like Void Burn, like yeah. super Void Burn, and so that Shrieker would just wreck you while you were in that room, and like Blackout too. So the Thrall would run up and kill you if you weren't paying attention. I remember it being super hard. So finding that cheese spot for people. Uh, probably saved a lot of people. Um, how you know their ability to actually get it done. So, with with doing the content that you do, I'm assuming you kind of approach PVE differently than the average player. Like, do you find yourself just in random locations, just testing stuff and like trying to break stuff, or what's what's your approach to like just playing the game in general? So most of the time I don't have uh I most of the time I don't have time to just try and break the game on purpose. Okay. There there are there are days that uh I have an idea and I just got to test it out. But uh most of the time it's based on an interaction that I've seen or somebody has mentioned and I'm like I wonder how I can improve that or how I can apply that to other situations and that's where most of my testing goes is applying an idea to multiple scenarios. So what you just described is basically what the two of us do for work professionally. <laughs> um, do you do you happen to be in the like QA testing like industry by any chance? Like, is that part of your job too? Or is it just like a hobby thing? Like you just enjoy doing it? No, I, d I don't, uh, I'm, I don't have any training for that. Uh, I just have weird ideas sometimes. I yeah. think that's, that's where that comes into play. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely a mindset for sure. Like, wouldn't you agree, Nips? Yeah, I think, well, one, I was just talking about this with somebody else. QA, you either call consider it an art or a science, right? Uh, sure. You have people who think of it as an art and people who think of it as a science, but same general principles, right? The scientists go about more, here's what they gave us, we're going step by step by step, and the artists are like, Hey, here's this thing that this new thing that's here. How do how has it been broken before in the past? How can we test around those edges a little bit? Uh, figure it out. So yeah, that was that was going to be my next question. Is like, what leads you down this path? Is it somebody says they saw something weird online, or somebody you know pulled up some code and looked at it, or is it just sort of like, uh, or you just run into them natively on your own? Because I wonder because a damn big game and no one person i feel like can find everything but you do a pretty good job of getting stuff out there pretty quickly so i'm just curious oh, how God. it gets onto your radar so quickly and how you can duplicate it or display it as quickly as you do i think a lot of uh a lot of twitter direct messages have helped me to uh uncover cheeses and figure out uh what happened to them to recreate it to you know, weaponize it as a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. That's really cool. It's cool. It's cool that this community 
like helps out like that. I mean, I know, you know, I, I guess it is, it's gotta be helpful too, because like you're very well known. So like you do have a lot of exposure, you know, that's, uh, huh. That's really cool. I like that. I like that people are sending that stuff to you. So you can kind of look at it with, uh, educated eyes and figure out how to make it crazier or better. Um, what do you think about this whole Telesto thing going on this week? Uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's taken a while for it to happen. Like the, uh, emblems been in the code forever and people have just been waiting for this Telesto event and hopefully it's not over. Like, I mean, three days isn't long enough for Telesto. Telesto deserves a whole week. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Do you think it'll go into trials this weekend and or do you think they'll keep buffing it maybe? I don't know. Do you have any theory crafting on that? I don't think Bungie's going to do anything with Telesto in game because I hear it's doing more damage in PVP already. Yeah, so absolutely. if anything, they're just going to take that away and put it back to normal. Yeah, we played private matches tonight, and there were quite a few people, myself included, running Telesto, and it felt real powerful. Yeah, it was, as a fusion rifle main, or someone that definitely loves fusion rifles, it is it is quite ridiculous. I, I still think other fusions, an argument can be made for them being strong, especially ones that fire faster, right? Because it does fire slower than like your snorries and your main ingredient, uh, which I think has similar, I mean, not, not really similar range, but can at least compete. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like a laser tag weekend, but to less. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, laser, laser tag weekend was such a great weekend. I was so happy. I was in town and around for that. I had, I had a blast (laughs) like that point three TTK or whatever it was. It was it was, you look at someone and they're dead. Yeah, like I'm playing COD again. <laughs> um, do you have a like a class that you main or do you play everything when it comes to destiny? So typically, if I'm going on destiny to test something or, you know, go to the tower or whatever, I'll just choose my warlock. My warlock's the first one on the list, you know, on the you got the warlock, you got the titan, and then you have the hunter. And okay. That that stems back from D one, where I used to run like three warlocks because, yeah, I mean, you, you had to get all the the loot from like vault of glass and the armor to be like level twenty eight, you know, or thirty. You had to get every single piece, so. I was running three Warlocks, I mean, because self-res, you know, it's it's just easy mode uh, in yep. D1. And yep. I carried that mindset into D2, uh, but then we found out real quickly that that's not how the game worked, and that you weren't going to get powerful loot having three Warlocks. So I slowly transitioned to the other three classes, and now I play uh, Titan. Uh... I was in love with the Thunder Crash for a while, and then you know the Lorelei is just so easy mode. I mm-hmm. I, I kind of I kind of like if I'm in a lazy state or I'm doing like a normal raid, I'll just choose that. 
Um, but Hunters with the Infinite Invis build, which came out in the last six months or whatever, I've kind of, or I guess since the last big update, uh, just been able to spam Invis back and forth, back and forth. I speedrun a lot of stuff or try and do GMs with that because if I don't die, then we don't have to restart. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're running this week, because this is definitely a good week to to fill up your postmaster with golf balls and prisms and everything else. So, I was uh, uh, oh, that was the question I was going to ask. Talking about that is too is like how uh, how much do you split your time between the YouTube channel versus just playing for fun, and how do you balance those uh, those two? Because I know a lot of people once they start having a successful channel, either YouTube or Twitter or I mean, or, or Twitch. Destiny becomes a job, and so I guess how how do you balance your time between having fun with it versus getting content versus playing other games? So I have like over ten thousand hours in Destiny, Dude. and uh, so I think my longest login streak, like day to day, is like over a year. Like it's 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 pretty nut stats. <laughs> like I at least logged in to do something. And, uh, so it's kind of been a, like a ritual for me, like a, just a daily thing to just be on destiny. Uh, so I don't, I don't like dislike it. Uh, I kind of just do something in destiny. And if, if I log in and I, I do one thing and I'm like, I don't want to play destiny, then I'll play, you know, a phone game. Or see what's on Games Pass. Uh, it's, I mean, there's dry seasons in Destiny, especially yeah. these last two seasons. I think were probably one of the driest uh, in a while. I can feel that. Yeah, too. I, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed the beginning of the season, but I've had to create my own fun towards the end of the season just to like you know just to avoid the burnout or whatever um if you so if you're not playing destiny like what type of games do you like like if if you're gonna find something on game pass is there a certain like genre that you tend to go towards um i typically don't like games pass games but uh i do microsoft rewards and they have me doing quests in other games or i need a certain amount of achievements uh to get these rewards points and like right now i'm sitting at like 35 bucks and that fuels my anime addiction and i buy anime oh, on nice. sale with it <laughs> so, so i'm 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 getting a variety of games or at least something to do and i get paid for it and uh you know i don't i i don't feel bad buying anime because you know it's free yeah. So so I do get a little bit of variety in there and uh I do find some gems here and there on Games Pass. I like that approach. Uh that does lead me to the question with the Microsoft Rewards thing. A lot of that is like getting an achievement in a new, another game or something like that for points. I know my brother does that and has to find new games to get achievements in on the monthly to get some points. Uh so are you a are you a game score person? Your gamer score person? Or not so much. No. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious because I know some people like that. I know our, we have a friend, Lana, who is 
obsessed with both Triumph Score and Destiny and uh, Gamer Score on Xbox before she moved to PC. So I was just curious if that was where where you wandered to. But healthy avoidance of that uh, addiction. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, if so, you said cell phone games too. Do you have a uh, do you have a secret? Uh, not a secret, but do you have a uh, a weakness for any any certain like mobile games? Because I know some of them can be uh, like just time sucks, you know, where you don't even realize like you've been staring at it for an hour. Well, I think the only game that I really stuck with over the years is probably uh, Yu Gi Oh Duel Links. Um, as far as phone games, mm-hmm. but uh, more recently, uh, a game called out. A game came out called Super Auto Pets, and that's the dumbest name I've ever heard. But there's <laughs> these cute little emojis with super abilities, and you combo, and it's such a strategy game with uh, with a level of luck that uh, I just fell in love. Especially since there's no ads, and uh, <laughs> you play at your own pace. Like you can stop and pick up exactly where you left off, and it's PvP with real people's builds so i mean it's just got a little bit of everything to love out of a phone game right because the i the streamer i watch played that game for a while and it looks super fun but the battles aren't real time right you don't actually control them so it's like your team can just go up against somebody else's team from somewhere but exactly you, you that other person doesn't have to be logged on there's their team is just saved. So there's always a game waiting for you. There's no queue times for finding an opponent or anything That's like cool. that. Yeah, there's no queue times and you can stop and continue and you see a large variety because of that because every battle is with a different person's ideas and in, into their team. You said that was called Super Auto Pets? Yes. And it's uh, free on like a whole bunch of platforms. They even have it running in your browser. So I thought that okay. was really cool. I have uh, I have two two girls and they are quite the gamers. And, uh, you know, we have an Xbox and they have switches. But man, they love their tablet games, no matter how much I try and push real games on them. <laughs> um, but I'm all about games without ads. So I will have to look that up and, and see if I can help them uh, play some of that tomorrow. Oh, there's one more game that I really loved. Magikarp okay. Jump. Have you ever played Magikarp Jump? No. It's a it's an old game, but you can still get it and there's no ads. There's like you can buy premium stuff. Sure. But uh I totally cheesed the game because I changed the date and time on my phone to the next day so that all my abilities would be recharged and then, you know, I just keep <laughs> going and going and going. So I you I could play it nonstop just by changing the date and time on my phone. Interesting. And uh I didn't have to pay for anything because, you know, I can grind as much as I want. And I ended up beating it and getting almost every event and stuff. And it's just a funny game because it's Magikarp. He's useless. Everyone knows <laughs> it. I'm awesome. checking out the uh, the Wikipedia page of it right now, and it looks amazing. Like, There's a lot of... of hidden events that are just funny. Those are the best. I love those types of games, man. Like that have like a good humor to them or that are funny. Like they can, I don't know if it's done right. It just adds such a fun element to a game. 
Well, if you love Magikarp, you got to look up the Magikarp song, because that, that's that's definitely the essence of Magikarp. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll have to do that. I'll have to do that post stream. I put a I put a note uh, I put a note on my calendar for tomorrow, so I'll have to I'll have to download those games when they get home from school. And yeah. Have some uh, game super Auto Pets does look like a super fun game, and I think your kids would like it. It is. Yeah. Uh, it'll take some learning because obviously. There, the levels of skill are can be pretty different in there in terms of like basing your sure. locks and stuff like that, and when you when you split it. So it might not be like the most competitive, but then again, your kid went from being not the most competitive at Fall Guys to winning like every single time she plays. So I just yeah. I suspect you'll catch catch on quickly. They've both they've both like surprised me in their own ways. Like um, the older one is definitely definitely has good dexterity, and and she. She's very good at games, um, you know, like Fall Guys, or she plays a lot of Roblox mini games, and she she does really well. But the other one, man, just her, even her creativity in like Minecraft, like how quickly she can whip together a house or or a structure that is cool and like creative, you know. I'm like, oh shit! All right, well, so I I I try to just let them surprise me with their their skills. Throw them in the game, see what they do, All right? Um, cool. So, do you do you have any like future aspirations or like anything that you're that you're hoping to do with the channel, or or uh, are you just just loving like putting out videos like you're doing, or I don't know anything anything looking forward that you that you want to do differently? You know, once once I hit like a hundred k subscribers, um, I kind of lost any aspirations. Like that's well above what I expected to do, and yeah, uh, I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. And I, I just, I'd like to set my sights higher, but I really don't need to set my sights higher. Like I, I feel very accomplished with what I have. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, like you definitely, I definitely think that you have become the name of uh, of like game cheeses and stuff like that because your videos are always like, I don't know, there. It's like the perfect amount of like education and and showing people exactly what they need to do without without any of the like crazy BS that you find in a lot of YouTube videos, you know. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a five minute intro. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally get that. Um, sweet. Let's see. We we have some questions. Maybe we should ask some of those too. Oh, yeah. Um, let me look at the community ones. All right. So our community threw some stuff in here. Some of them will be for you, and some of them are just random. Um, so soccer asked, and we kind of already answered this, um, but, um, how do you go about finding cheeses in destiny? Will you test certain things after every patch or let people send you in certain cheeses? Um, so you definitely said that you get like DMS and stuff like that. Do you, do you read like the patch notes ever and, and like see wording or anything? And you're like, Ooh, maybe. 
I mean, I do an excessive amount of reading. Like, if I read anything, it's going to be patch notes, reddits, uh, discord, you know, YouTube comments. Uh, I, <laughs> I read a lot. And uh, I think that's probably how I'm so good at, uh, you know, developing cheeses that uh, start out as a comment or whatever I read and trying to bring that into something applicable. And a lot of times I get tips or something and it doesn't pan out. You know, it, it's not it's it's either something that's intended or something that I can't recreate. And I do waste a lot of time doing that, too. And nobody mm. ever never, nobody ever sees how many hours I sink into an idea and, and get nothing out of it. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, follow up question from our good buddy soccer. He says, what is your favorite type of cheese? Frankly, mine is pepper jack. So I actually do get that question a lot. And I have the best answer, and the answer is melted. Melted? Ooh, <laughs> dude, that is bravo. That is great. Uh, you know, Rob, since you are in Wisconsin, the home of cheese, uh, do you want to throw throw an answer in there? No, melted's a pretty good answer. Pepper Jack, also a pretty good answer. Uh, I just, I don't think there's a bad cheese. Yeah, I, you know... I think it all depends on what it's with, right? Yeah. Obviously, I'm I, not going to be like eating ricotta by the handful. I'm yeah, not I've never. I, yeah, I've never been a person to like just go get some cheese and eat it plain. I always I always use cheese as like like a compliment to something else. You don't just like um, put ricotta on your popcorn or anything. You don't you don't just go wild <laughs> with it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'm all about cheese. With you don't things, ever just gnaw on a block of Parmesan. I, yeah, I don't ever just like go to the <laughs> fridge and like grab a slice of American cheese and like throw it in my mouth or something, you know. Um, it is what it is, right? Okay, from our good buddy Milks, who is uh, doing the baby room this weekend. He says, uh. All right, very important question for fluffy nips and cheese forever. You have a six-foot deep swimming pool the size of a football field. Who wins in a fight, a polar bear or a great white shark? Is, does the pool have water in it? That, well, you know, that's a good question, and is the fight even happening in the pool? <laughs> I, think, I think we need to make some rules here, so... Uh, Let's say the water, there is water in there at least. Okay, so six foot deep pool yep. and they're fighting each other in the pool as the yep. size of a football field. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think a shark could move. Six foot? I don't think a shark could move. I mean, they're huge. It depends, right? on, the shark. Like, it depends right. on the shark. Yeah. Your great white shark, you know, I'm just looking at the facts here. The adult males are 11 to 13 feet, 15 to 16 feet for the females. But I'm worried about the depth of the water. Like, yeah, six feet doesn't seem like that much if you're a 5,000 pound shark trying to swim around here. Yeah. And the bear, the bear would have to be on its hind legs, right? It can't be like, can't be dog paddling to give no. it any sort of chance. No. But yeah, yeah. I feel like 
feel like the bear might actually have the upper hand here because like he has the claws. The shark only has one one approach, right? He has to come from with the mouth. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I feel like the right bear could slice open that nose pretty easily. It is a massive difference in size, though. Like that is true. Bears are like a thousand pounds, whereas a female great white shark is like forty five hundred pounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to go with the bear just because that's what I want it to be. I want the polar bear to win that fight. I mean, okay. the polar bear would have a banquet, so he's motivated, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go bear, too. I could very well have some, uh, you know, zoologist come in here and be like, you're an idiot, and I'd be like, yep, yep, I am, but... Uh, Next next week, our, our show with the zoologist next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask this question again next week, and we'll all get clowned on. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Uh, last one from um, Xarian. She says, why does everyone hate Gambit so much? Um, so before we answer, geez, what's your take on Gambit? Gambit came out originally uh, with like a like a test run and everybody loved it. Everybody was through the roof excited and we got Gambit from the from the testing phase exactly the same. And so it's not that people hate it. It's that people have grown so tired of it that they say they hate it. So Mm. they love they love the idea. They just got burnout and there's just not enough meaningful change it's kind of like people playing pvp without a balance patch they're like i'm using the same guns it's the same meta and i feel like it's been like that for gambit this entire time so people just grown to hate it rather than continue to love it that is an amazing answer yeah i mean it's pretty similar to what mine would be but yeah if you're a PvE person going in there and killing waves of PvE enemies, it can be fun. You know what's not fun? Getting destroyed by somebody with a sniper rifle as you go to drop your moats off and then you rage about that. Are you a PvP person? Well, you don't want to spend 90% of your game doing PvE stuff for the one or two invades you get. Uh, I think it just doesn't appeal to a large enough base of people. Yeah, I don't... <clears throat> I would rather play Gambit than run regular strikes or base level nightfalls because I have the PvP element, but I totally understand the repetitive re, the re, the repetition of of Gambit. But if I because I love PvP so much, when I can invade. Like it really gets my heart going and I really like trying to one V four the other team. Um, especially because I, a lot of times I'm playing people who are not as skilled as me. So I feel like a God because I'm going against people who don't normally hang out in the crucible. This changes with the heavy, heavy weapon changes. What last two seasons? Um, but before that, when you had to save your heavy or save your green ammo, to, to do invades like I, I enjoyed that part of it um, but if we're 
if we're gonna do something in PVE, like I'd much rather do a raid or like a master or grandmaster nightfall, like before I step in gambit. So what you're saying is the crappiest parts of both uh, genres put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, I I just I, I like payoff either, right? Like you have a close game once every four or five gambit matches. Otherwise, it feels yeah. like one team's blowing out the other, and it's not even yeah remotely close. And sure, those games where it's a race for that last five percent, and you know you're the one who invades and gets a snipe to give their primeval some health back so that your team can finish it or something like that. Those are great. You get the same rush that you get out of like beating a raid or, you know, winning a trials game or something like that. But it just doesn't happen enough to pay off for me to go back in there frequently searching for it. Yeah. Other things yeah, I, I def- play and have fun with. I definitely feel like I play Gambit typically only the first handful of weeks of a season only for pinnacle drops. And it's, it's never because I want to be in there. It's just because I ran out of bounties and other things to do. So, um, but I don't know about you guys, but I get really, really bored if the enemies are too easy. So like, that's why like running, running like dares of eternity or running like a base level strike or base level nightfall, just because you can run through it so fast. Um, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun once or twice, but it's not something I'd want to do for two hours. There, there have been times that, uh, I'll do Gambit and I'll be watching television or something else because I'm doing I'm doing pretty good at getting the the gilded title every season for Gambit and I know a lot of people stop doing that cuz they just keep creating more titles to guild every single season <laughs> and that's just more burnout. <laughs> so burned out with 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 Dead Eye title which you you if you're wearing a dead eye title, people just look at you like why? They're, they're <laughs> not they're not happy. They're not excited for you. They're like, bro, you shot a guy with guns this season, last season, the season before. Whoop the freaking do! <laughs> uh, speaking of burnout, did you play the uh, the seasonal event? Um, yeah. Did you get Ghost Rider? Yes. What did you think about doing 35 Lost Sectors? So the first thing I did was I was playing a phone game while mindlessly farming the EDZ Lost Sector for the the pages. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then when I capped out at like 75, I would do three or four Lost Sectors uh, basically on autopilot. Uh, it's the same as last year. And it wasn't even good last year. I think yeah. everyone can agree that Lost Sectors are not the future of Destiny. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, I heard someone... God, I forget what which podcast I should give credit to. But one of them that I was listening to said, why not just randomly put guys in Lost Sectors that already exist and you can just choose where you want to go? or hunt and find them, you know, or something like that, right? So it's not the same maps and the exact same thing we did last year. But um, yeah, I agree with you. It was definitely mindless. Um, 
So I don't know about you guys, but I found out the hard way that you have to really wait before you queue up the next match. Uh, the PvP sweatlorded me. As soon as I got my gear, I would queue up another map and not wait for it to say objective completed on the mm. screen. Yep. I bet. I bet. I. I bet of the thirty-five. I bet I really ran probably like fifty. Because oh, I didn't even no. I didn't even realize it wasn't counting those until I got into the 30s and I started watching them because I was so sick of running them. And I ran like one and it was 31. I got done. It was still 31. I'm like, what just happened? I ran another one. And I could not figure out why it wasn't counting. And I thought it was because I didn't have pages because I was like, well, I don't even care about the loot anymore. I just want to get this done. Um. But yeah, you totally had to wait till it said objective completed after the dialogue or else it didn't count. Oh, that's awful. I would like to say on that note, I learned that issue from Bonfire Bash because they had the exact same issue where you had to wait a whole minute after you go to the bonfire for it to say mission end. So I learned that during that time, I have all the time in the world to switch to my crafted weapons and start leveling those up. And that's that's what I do to try and keep on task to feel like I'm rewarding myself with this time that I have to wait mindlessly for a mission end timer by leveling up my weapons. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of timers, it was not fun either. If you got in there and you had to wait like a minute, minute and a half for the boss to spot up. You know, if you like cleared you killed all quickly. ten, you killed, yeah. all, you ten, killed all ten you too wait. quickly. Now we'd have to sit here for a minute and ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, that was not a fun, fun bug <laughs> for the for the thing. But I do. I, I am happy that they gave the God roll sniper to pretty much everyone. Or I should say the PVP God roll sniper to everyone. So anyone who played it had a really good chance of having at least one good energy sniper. Yeah, I got far enough along that I got that good one, too. I don't think I'll ever use it over. Some of the other ones that I like more, like my included finality, but uh, I think. But for people who don't have it, you right? Know, for that's people who thing, don't have like, that role, you could get that role, and then now all of a sudden you have one you can just save and always yeah. have available to you. Which yep. yeah, I like that. Ooh, that I got a question for you, Cheese. What does your vault look like? Are you uh, are you like me, where you're somewhere in the five seventies to five nineties, or are you uh, you like my friend Nips over here with like a hundred items in your vault? So currently, um, I had to delete an item I didn't want to delete because I have one open slot amongst all my characters in my vault. And that creates a problem with item managers that yes. I have to drag the item off my character to my vault before I can transfer something because the item manager is too dumb to assume that I want to do that first. Like, if I try and if I try and drag something to my character, it'll be like, there ain't no room, bro. There ain't no room. <laughs> so, but if I make a spot first, they're like, oh, yeah, there's room. There's room. I see that. I see that room. Yeah, dude, I suppose with, like, with the amount of time that you have in this game, you probably have a lot of very good weapons. Do you, do you, uh, so I've, you know, especially with, with you know, having to, spec into armor more in the last two seasons is your vault mostly weapons or is it pretty 50 50 on weapons and armor 
the resilience changes hit me hard, real hard. I had everything, God roll, mobility, recovery, all three characters, and I gotta say, all the slots that I saved and they've given us has gone to resilience recovery armor, and it's while it's nice having options, uh, I don't want to just let go of my mobility recovery sets that are yeah. you know, still perfectly viable and that has created a lot of stress on my vault situation because i don't have a lot of god roll weapons but i have to keep a large variety of weapons with bad rolls for these cheeses that may or may not come up and uh i i don't know how many times somebody's made this obscure perk into a potential cheese and I can just look in my vault and filter that and I have exactly what I need 99% of the time because I've carefully calculated what I could possibly break the game with ever in in years like saving these for years I got some sunset weapons and and I most of the time I have it so hoarding cool. is part of my job <laughs> I like it. Oh, you're on mute. I was going to say, that makes a ton of sense. I was chewing on ice, so I didn't want to be having that all <laughs> up in the uh, recording. Um, yeah, yeah, we all appreciate that. Also, your ears <laughs> for the people on yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> there are so many perk combinations on so many different archetypes of guns. I can only imagine like the dread of pulling up a DM and somebody like, well, you need a 540 auto rifle with tri golden tricorn and <laughs> and then having to try to figure out how you get that. Um, I guess, well, there's probably not enough uh, variety in the crafting weapons, but how, how much have you gone into crafting to be able to make weapons with specific perks should you need them? So uh, going back to like the Haunted Law Sector thing, like, I try and level up weapons when I can. That way, if I need to switch their perks out, uh, you know, I always have enough materials to switch their perks out. Even if it hurts me emotionally with ha losing Ascendant perks, you know, all those Ascendant alloys, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it if I have to. But it's about leveling all these different crafted weapons now uh, in case I do need that. I haven't needed to do a whole lot. I've lost maybe a few Ascendant Alloys testing different things, but uh, crafting has definitely been helpful towards that end. The problem is leveling them up is so long. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get my stupid... Uh, what the hell is the sidearm for this season? Um, train? I don't know. Yeah, no, no, they no, Brigand's Law. Brigand's Law. Oh, Bri yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, up to 20 to do the finish the seasonal quest for getting one of the weapons up to rank 20. And mm -hmm. I just like, I've been running it in everything I've been on, and it's like, tonight I got it up to weapon 11, or weapon level 11, and I'm like, hooray, I'm almost there, and the season's <laughs> gonna finish long before I get to 20. Uh, because, yeah, that the the leveling up is rough the the unlocking it not that bad i feel like it's i'm pretty okay getting like the patterns unlocked but the leveling it up to useful has been a bit more of a pain in the ass exr and wastelander would like to have a conversation with you about unlocking guns well 
There's one thing I want to say about leveling in general is that energy weapons should level up faster because I've been able to level up all the heavy weapons I've crafted, all of the primaries, but there's just never enough slots to level up all of the energy weapons that they make craftable. Yeah, that's really fair. I, I am very happy that they're changing that, though. So now it sounds like potentially you'll just be able to have it in your inventory and it'll level and you don't necessarily have to be using it to level in future seasons. So that would be a very welcome change. Um, I, would, I, I don't would know. I don't know that. much about that. I mean, that sounds too good to be true. I mean, they, they said so, I mean, something in the twab a couple weeks ago. Something in the twab, yeah. Like it wasn't that word for word, but like the way that they said it, it sounded like you didn't necessarily have to have it equipped or or something of the sort. So I don't know. Is it? it maybe it was deep sight and not crafting. I don't. Know. If there's one thing I know about Bungie, is that their wording is always misleading. <laughs> that that is very true. That is very true. Um let's see, what else we got? Oh, hey, I want to say thank you to our good buddy Monkey. Uh last week in my absence, he hosted private matches and uh a lot of people had fun. So thank you, Monkey, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, did you guys, <laughs> did you guys look at the TWAB today? I hadn't, so I well, would love to hear help. what you guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So cheese, I, I assume you do because you are, you probably have to be on the pulse of mm-hmm. everything. Um, I, yeah, I really appreciated that Telesto help was in the player support for bugs. Um, as well, did you guys see that uh, Telesto is Besto t-shirt? Yeah, they've actually been selling that for uh, ever since the start of the season. Oh, really? I did not know that. Shows shows how often I go to the Bungie store. <laughs> um, I'm a fan. I really, I, I am a fan of, of this t-shirt. They did a good job with it. Well, of course, I also bought like the uh, the Telesto ship and the Telesto ghost, and I'm just going to be Telestoed out from here on out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate that they had the ship. I did get the uh, I did put in the code at least for the emblem. I didn't I didn't go collect it or look at my collections or anything yet today, but I did I did that. I I appreciate Reddit for uh, I saw the I saw the code and everything, but then when I was like cruising Reddit today someone actually put like the code and then the comment below was the link to Bungie. And I was on my phone. And I'm like, thank you. Copy text, click code. Uh, I like this. If you don't claim it, it'll come after you, by the way. The Telesto will you think so? Oh, yeah. I appreciate it about that gun. Always causing trouble. I, you know, they, I'm glad that they leaned into it early. Um, um, See what else? Oh, I finally got Wish Ender this week. Hey, wanted to, welcome to I know. the club, <laughs> dude. I've wanted that bow forever, and I've been so lazy about that quest. Um, I feel like you did the first part of the quest with Bryce and I way back when it was like the actual yes. dungeon. 
Yeah. So I think I think what happened was I did the first part of the quest, and then when one of the DLCs dropped, they had that thing where like your quests get reset. Oh. Because I had to go pick it up on a legacy, and then. So I picked it up on my I was I must have been running Nightfalls or something because I was on my Titan and I picked it up on my Titan, not thinking. And then I jumped in with um, other TJ, who's a new dad. Congrats, by the way. He just got home from the hospital today. Um, And then uh, Xarian was online and and so she jumped in with us and she didn't she didn't have wish ender either. So we're like, oh, this is great. So I jumped on my warlock. Um, just for team comp purposes and forgot to pick the quest up again. Oh, no. So, like, I ran us through the entire first part of the quest. And uh, we get we get there and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have the quest on this character. But luckily, I was able to, like, jump out of the fire team, go to the tower, pick up the quest, jump back into the fire team and no. like get step one done. But I was I was a little bit nervous there for a second, but. It it was fun. Like I, I very much enjoy enjoy using that bow. It's it's a good time. Yeah, I, it was it was fun watching uh, Monkey run that tonight too in our PvP matches. Uh, and Davis talked me into using it for the anti barrier intrinsic perk in Nightfalls as well. Yes, so I've been using it for that for a lot of reasons, uh, yep. a lot of things that I've I've enjoyed it quite a bit. So. It's a fun gun. I wish I was a little bit better with bows in PvP. That's one of one of two things holding me back from getting the Deadeye title. I will say that bow is a lot of fun in PvP, but it's de- there's definitely a learning curve because of it's not the best bow in PvP. It really isn't. Like you're you're playing you're playing you you're playing against the odds, but it it when you learn the playstyle, it took me a couple games. Um, I really slayed out after that, but it's it definitely is a different playstyle than like Le Monarch or other other bows I've played with in the past. So well, you were using it last night when we played private matches before uh, before we went to do the raid, and then uh, after one game, you're like, "No, I'm putting my PvP loadout on." <laughs> you're like, "I can't be running this PVE loadout bullshit when we're playing." Well, no, matches. I was running. <clears throat> I was running. Um, I wasn't oh, Rambo. Was I was running. I was running BXR and, and um, Heritage, and then I switched to Peace of Mind and oh, Drang, I think, yeah, or yeah. something like that, or something, something else. Yeah. But yeah, but, that was that's fun. We got that that raid in last night. Still, no, uh, no, no touch. touch for anybody. I've yet to see one drop in any of the raids I've run yet, let alone get one myself. So. Um, we, I ended up doing, a, I've ended up doing quite a few GMs with soccer over the past week. Yep. Um, and we, one of the, we ran with basically NACL. So we ran with salt earlier this week and soccer, we do, he needed light blade. So, and I'd, I'd already completed light blade. So I said I'd run with him and soccer has a strat where he keeps, um, keeps all the cool on him. And then the other two people just go around and take out the champions and everything else. And it was so smooth. Like he he just had all the cool jumping like middle platform down on the ground to the side the entire time. And we just 
had the freedom to roam the room and um, kill all the champs. It worked out really well. It's amazing. Exactly what what you're talking about. I covered that one too. Did you? It's a a good cheese. (laughs) Like, I, I ran that GM probably four or five times before that. And having someone do that cheese, like it, it, it changes the whole encounter. Like it makes it so manageable. And especially if you know where the spawns are going to be, you can post up and say, okay, he's getting ready to spawn champions and, you know, go to your spot and, and take the first one down with storm nades and go from there, you know? So. I, I got to run some more of those this week too, but that is uh that is fun. I definitely need to peruse the uh, Cheese Forever channel again before I go running other Nightfalls to see what else is out there for me. Yeah, I gotta find a I gotta get, find a good build for my uh, hunter. I think I'm gonna have to go look at your your um, unlimited invisibility video because um, my postmaster is about to be full of golf balls on my warlock. So I gotta swap to my hunter next. Oh, I can I can tell you real quick. You just want the you want the dodge invis and the smoke invis aspect, the fragment yep. that increases that, and you want to have uh, you want to have the the perk, the stasis perk on your class item that lowers your class ability cooldown. Okay, yeah, that's basically my PvP loadout. What are you running for exotic? Are you running uh, G Falcon or? Actually, um, uh, it works best with uh, Graviton Forfeit because of that oh, extra two seconds, uh, yeah. you can you can just walk around and vibe around the enemies as much as you want, and uh, it makes it easier for reses because you can you know dodge invis res and then do a dive like a jump dive smoke into the res, and then you I mean it'll refresh your cooldown and make them invisible, and you'll still be invisible the whole time. So you you just, instead of throwing your smoke on the ground, you want to do a little bunny hop and hold the button to dive because that gives you an extra two seconds invis. Yeah, that makes sense. And also, if I think if you throw the smoke, then the enemies would actually look over there, right? Because then you're pinging their radar. Yes, uh, the dive kind of does the same thing, but because you started in the air, uh, it's not as bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I kind of go back and forth in the crucible whether I, I dive or I throw it on a wall, like just for, you know, radar manipulation. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go go play an armor picker tomorrow and try and try and get my resilience and recovery up on my hunter to make it GMable. Uh, on my hunter, I just run uh, mobility and strength for that. I don't. I, I mean, resilience is good, but I don't usually run uh, like 100 resilience or any recovery. I think I had like 20 recovery in my build. Really? Uh, you, you just got to pad it with uh, two arc mods, the Powerful Friends and the uh, the one that boosts strength. Can't think of the name at the moment. Oh, so yeah, you, you get plus 20 in each stat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, I always feel I, I mean, I love I love invisibility hunter, but I always feel like in harder or, or in higher end PVE. Um, I just die so much faster, you know, you have you have less of a window of of oh, crap, <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, 
And and for that, uh, I actually recommend you get the artifice armor with three slots on the chest piece specifically. Like even if it's got bad stats, because then you can run three elemental resist mods, mm. and uh, that makes all the world of difference in GMs being able to run three of those. Because the third one, you can run like concussive dampener, which will stack with the other two. Where do you get that artifice armor? I always wonder that. Is that the dungeon? Yeah, that's running hard mode dungeon. Uh, the the two newer ones. Yeah. Okay. That would explain why I, I I know it exists, but I've never done it because I've never done the hard mode dungeon of any way, shape, or form. So I should do I that one. Either. Yeah, we should do that, man. I'd be I'd, I'd be down to do that with you. I haven't run any of the dungeons on hard mode. Cool. Yeah, I'm done. I, de- I, I definitely enjoy that stuff. I would love I'd love contest mode as an option to choose. Do you um cheese? Do you ever do any of the day one raid stuff or anything like that? Um, you know. I usually participate because I know there's going to be a cheese and I I, <laughs> I got to be in the raid in order to do the cheese. So I usually participate sense. with in the mindset that I'll find something I want to post, uh, even if I have to dip, you know, and I the last day one I got was Vogue. Um and then the one before that was Scourge. So I wouldn't say I'm like super competitive or try to find competitive people for that. But I mm-hmm. do enjoy just day one rating. Yeah, I, I'm very much the same. I've never completed a day one raid, but I've participated in day one raids. <laughs> um, the first one we did was Vow. Or Vow was my first day one raid ever. And then King's Fall we did. And uh, spent a lot of time. I think Vow, we were in there for like 13 or 14 hours or 15 <laughs> hours or something like that. And then um, and King's Fall, I think we called it at like 12 or, or something. But yeah, I did uh, King's Fall in D1 on day one. And then I said, you know what? I probably am good with just waiting a day to run the raid. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. There's something fun about about the chaos and the difficulty, I very much enjoy it. No, I understand. I just know that that's the type of thing that will trigger me a little bit. I uh, I thought I did very well with myself yesterday when we were struggling a little bit uh, in the raid to be like, yeah, you know what? We're having fun and laughing. So instead of worrying about getting the clear, just enjoy it. Oh, I knew we were going to get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't just... worried about that, just how long. I was like, I was looking at the clock and I'm like, um... The dog going to daycare is getting a little bit quicker or earlier minute by minute, but I did almost get a thousand kills uh, with that warlock skip or uh, that hunter skip grenade build. So I, uh, <laughs> that was my whole challenge once I realized it was going to be a long one was how high can I get that number? So throw, <laughs> throw those grenades before I jump off when I say we're going to wipe. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, uh, I, I, I still don't think I've created a loadout for that. Skip nade build. Been too caught up in my in my warlock and titan PVE fun this season. Fair. How many weeks are left in the season? The new season comes out when? It'd be December seventh. 
So it's coming quick. It'll be here any second now. Yeah, it's like no. less than 20 days, right? That's, it's not quick enough. It's not <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. Um, that is fair, man. I've been playing COD and New World and Gwent as things to do when I don't want to play Destiny. So I feel I feel like I'm able to walk away pretty happily because I did more this season than I have in like the last three seasons combined for Destiny. Um, so with New Warzone coming out next week, I probably will be able to make it to the next Destiny season without going insane. But it, it, when Destiny is your main source of video game playing, it can get a little rough those last three weeks of the season. Yeah. I mean, Iron Banner is coming back next week, so something. Have you guys uh, ever played Super Hot? Super no. Hot or Hunt? Super Hot, as in hot. hot. No. No. Uh, I would highly recommend anybody who likes like FPS shooters to try it because uh, it's it's got a little strategy. There's there's super hot one, two, and then there's like one for VR. And the trick is time only moves when you move. So it's actually I've pretty seen this fun. One before. It looks amazing. Yeah. So that how hard is it? Like a, I, I mean, and the first one everything's like set layouts and you can learn what to do but the second one's more of a randomly generated and they have like perks that you can earn and those are randomly given to you so you could get extra bullets or teleportability or things like that so i would say super hot 2 has more replayability but super hot 1 uh is is a masterpiece in itself Awesome. I like that concept. That sounds really cool. I just feel like if I played that game, there'd be like moments of time where I stop and I'm just like, well, I'm going to die the next time I move over and over and over again. It does happen. (laughs) It's sort of the same reason I've uh, like, I keep watching people play Elden Ring and like watching YouTube videos of people playing Elden Ring. And I'm like, man, that game looks like it's a lot of fun and I'd never want to play it because I know I'm just going to get worked over and over and over again. And yeah, I'll get better and I'll feel great when I beat a fight, but uh, I don't know if I'm okay. I don't know if I have that ability anymore to sit there and work on a fight for like two hours to figure it out. I uh, I have a level on Celeste that I'm stuck on right now that uh, it's just one one jumping puzzle that I've had to go back to, you know, a handful of times because I'm like, oh, guess we'll we'll try this for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever it is that I have freedom of the switch. And then I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to set this down for for a couple weeks and come back to it. <laughs> Eventually, we'll beat this game. I had a game like that. I I never picked it up ever again. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. I but I to very much to a fault play destiny you know more than anything else so um my ga- other games also just suffer because i don't play other games generally you don't have time to play other games you're playing destiny the ultimate game like uh, <laughs> right it, it's vault management simulator and then it's uh-huh. resource management simulator and then it's uh <laughs> dismantle simulator i mean there's so many options there is, or there's new gun simulator where you play something that you don't want to play for a new gun that you may or may not use. 
<laughs> Looking at you, dares of eternity. <laughs> at least you're getting your money's worth out of that battler. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, I also got the sword. Um, the ha- uh, half truce is the one is the harder one to get, right? Or is it the other half? Whatever, whatever one's a more rare one. That one dropped for me was chasing the battler. Well, and I never had like I never did the grind for an eager edge sword. Um, so that was it was like a cherry on top to get to get that crafted and to have eager edge. I got to say, I crafted every other dares weapon before I got one of those to drop. But I got oh. one of those to drop way faster than it took for me to get my first one to drop that wasn't red border, which took me like a whole year. Oh, yeah. jeez. I um so I didn't know that it was rare and I had one drop right off the bat when Dares was when it was the season that Dares came and I deleted it. Um not even you know, just being an idiot about getting a sword. And yeah, I mean I, swords aren't that yeah. useful. I mean every, if you got one legendary sword, you got them all. Yeah, well that was the thing. Like we you know, and and we had like it didn't it didn't throw anything. You know, we already had a spinny sword. We had a rev up sword like it's just a sword. Like, what is there? Well, I didn't you know, I didn't do the do the research on dim to see the perks and to understand that I could like skate with it or launch myself. So. You dismantled the holy grail of swords. Yeah, I don't know. Feels bad. But yet yeah, here I am. Got it back. <laughs> You just got to put in your thousands of hours, kids. You can be just like me. <laughs> oh, God. That's <laughs> that great. I appreciate um, that about you. <laughs> I'm, I'm there for you guys. I do the hard work. Oh, my God. So that we don't have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, did you uh, you said something about Gwent earlier? I, I was going to say, did you end up watching that Witcher trailer that I posted today? The Blood Origins one? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. It should be good. I hope. I, 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 I love mean, that I don't actress, know. Dude. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh is always great. So yeah, I imagine it has to be at least enjoyable that way. Although I'm still, you know, still struggling through that whole Henry Cavill leaving after season three of uh, The Witcher. Um I mean, I'll still watch because I'm a sucker for the world there, but there are not insignificant red flags about how the story is going with him peacing out. I, uh, it's like, um, for me, it's like, it's like Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine or like Tony Stark, um, being, um, what's his face? Robert Downey Jr. Who has seen that? What? I was just... Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, uh, you know, some people are just very good at their roles, or once they've been cast in their roles, it's really hard to see other right. people playing them. Yeah, so such is life. Yeah, are you cheese? Are you into the uh, to the the comic books at all, or uh, the Marvel and DC stuff? Not especially. Not to <laughs> say that I haven't like watched them all. Yeah. Do you do you do um, like besides video games? Do you have any other hobbies that you're really into, or are you into like reading or anything else? 
I'm into Microsoft Rewards points. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that gets you your anime fix, right? Exactly. Oh, that's right, the anime. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I do watch a lot of anime. And nothing wrong with that, man. I uh, I have to say, though, my, like, you know, when I was younger, we didn't, we had, we had a, at least what I was exposed to was more just like Akira and Ninja Scroll and um, Princess Mononoke and, and like stuff like that. So like I, I didn't get educated on, on a lot of the stuff that's been coming out the past like 10 years and or whatnot, but yeah. I think my, uh, like my, my love for anime stems from them being cartoons and when I was a kid, I didn't get to watch cartoons because we didn't really have cable. So oh. I feel like I'm making up for lost time. I like it. I just like cartoons, so I'm okay watching animes at any time. <laughs> or or even, you know, the great thing about having kids is, like, I have a reason to, like, just sit down and watch Adventure Time or SpongeBob or, you know, any of those shows. Like, yeah. Actually, I, I was a uh, Patrick for Halloween. I got a Patrick shirt just for it. That's that's awesome. I I will forever be a fan of SpongeBob, man. I uh, I'm I'm all about that show and the movies that come out. Those are definitely my level of humor. I'll also say um, I started rewatching or not rewatching, but I, I started from Archer from the beginning because I've jumped around that series so much. And I've very much been enjoying re or starting Archer from the beginning and like kind of getting there's definitely inside jokes that I've missed in later seasons because I didn't see the development of the characters from the start. Like I've only ever known Barry as a robot. Oh, not as not as an actual person. You don't understand his arc towards the dark side. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, poor Barry. So. Yeah, I'm, ex I, I'm excited watching all that unfold. Which is convenient because it's been very cold here, so <laughs> a lot more treadmill time than outside time for exercise. Yeah, I think today was the last day where we're going to be north of 60 degrees for a good period of time. Yeah, unfortunately, that is how it is. It is below freezing right now. Uh, geez, what part of the world are you in, man? The 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 part that's uh, in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are uh, we are in our Minnesota and Wisconsin, so middle middle north. Uh, it looks like next week is the first time this year that there's snow in the forecast. We have had flakes, but <laughs> not like you, where you woke up one day and your whole deck was covered with snow. Yeah, that's okay. I like all the seasons until like late winter. <laughs> or when all the seasons hit in one week. Yeah, well, that's I, another thing that happens. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's 28 now, and it was almost 70 on Wednesday. So, funny. That, that's just how it is, though. I'm okay with it. Fair. Yep. Um, 
You know, I, I do want to point out, Rob, that we went a week and your dog has not had any hospital visits. This is great. I mean, he did go to the vet on Friday, so oh. it was that last Thursday. I think it was, stomach issue. No. Yeah, yeah. That was that was last time we recorded, right? Oh, okay. So yeah, no, nothing. He was a little off all weekend. Uh and he's got that scrape on the side of his uh ribs that he managed to lick so much that it became irritated, but it hasn't gotten so bad that I have to take him to the vet yet. So that's one full week without a vet visit. So I know your wallet must not know what to do with all the money in it. Ugh, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Um, Let's see. What else do we got? I think that's all I have for destiny. Um, Oh, I was listening to uh, Guardian Downcast today. Uh, Gator started a new podcast. So I just wanted to put it out there that uh, not only are they doing the Guardian Downcast and they have their Patreon thing going with. Uh, I almost said, what's your meta? What's it? What is it? Uh, what's your favorite or what is what's it's the name of it? Playing favorites. Playing favorites. Yeah. But he he started a new podcast um, around kind of destiny, like kind of a destiny YouTube audio approach. Um, but either way, um, you know, if people are looking for something different to check out, uh, definitely go over to their feed because um, they're good people and they, they put out some quality content. I'm going to grab my uh, computer real quick so that, or my other computer so we can add some music to the playlist if that's cool. I'll let yeah, you guys no talk, talk amongst yourself for a moment. We'll do a quick update on the uh, distance challenge while uh, Fluffy goes out and gets his computer. We're we're doing pretty well. People are putting up ridiculous numbers still, uh, though I think kind of looks like across the board, except for maybe H being ridiculous and Panda being ridiculous. Uh, everyone sort of had a step back week, except for Fluffy, who has who recovered from his uh, COVID and is doing it. But it's sort of halfway through right now. It's still time to get back in if you want to take a look at it, but we'll probably be starting up a new one again when uh, this one ends. Just a chance to get out there and get some steps, not worry about weight so much, and just worry about being active. Um, so keep your eyes on that channel in the Discord if you're interested in joining someday in the near future. Um, And I think that's probably all the vamping I can do about that. So... Hopefully, Fluffy puts his headphones back on. Nope, he didn't. What a schmuck. What a schmuck. Oh, no, they're not even... They were muted, too. So it's a visual bit for everyone listening right now, but uh, he sat down, and I was hoping you would hear me calling him a schmuck, but he didn't. Oh, I heard it. I just had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> um, no, the, the missus has been using my my system to edit photos and do job stuff. Um, <laughs> she forgot to bring it down and put it in front of my office for, uh, for this, for this music part. So I was, uh, I had to run all the way upstairs. Well, I was just mentioning your, your numbers in the fitness contest were very good this week. Probably. Oh, one of the yeah. few people who went up this past week from their best week. It should be even higher again this week. I um, I've been I've been pushing the shit out of myself this week, whenever I can. 
Good work. I got that bug though. I, you know, I got that. I got that bug. I, I just, I wasn't able to run or do anything physical for like two and a half weeks. So, kind of drove me I would, crazy. I went the other way this week. This week has been very bad, but my body broke down last week, and then I was just like, the weather got bad, and I'm just like, fuck it. So now the weather's going to be bad. And I'm going to have to figure out a way to work through the motivational uh, drop of it, but at least my body has healed a bit. When it gets to this time of the year and uh, it happens or I've noticed it happening ever since, you know, what, 2019 when I started running. Right. Um, I'm very reluctant to go outside when it starts getting cold like this because uh, I'm like, oh, it's cold and shitty outside. But I always forget that I have the gear, so I'm fine. So I just have to, like, break through the whole um, I'm going to be cold for 10 seconds and just go out there and start running and then I'll be fine. But man. It takes it takes a little bit of time to, to build up the courage to do so. Fair. OK, uh, what do you boys think? Should we uh, add some music to this playlist and. Uh, I'm all for it. Wrap it up tonight. I've got a question for you guys. Sure. Absolutely. Have you ever been with like an LFG group and you just wanted to say to them, you know, I got to go walk my fish, you know, I, I got <laughs> I got things to do. I got to I got to floss my cat, you know, because uh, it's just not going anywhere. What What do you guys typically do in those situations? Uh, my go to is I got to let the dog out. Um He's pacing like he's going to crap on the floor. I don't want to deal with it. So uh, you guys can find somebody to fill in for me. Sorry. And go from there. There's two different scenarios that popped into my head when I think about this. Um, If the group is nice. Like if they're they're being polite and you can tell that they're trying. um, I'm going to suffer a lot longer than I probably should on their behalf to try and help them. Um, but if anyone's being like toxic or, or just like not a good person, I have absolutely no problem with being like, ah, I gotta go adult or, or, you know, like I'll, I'll like, I'll use my kids and be like, I gotta go take care of my kids or I gotta go let the dogs outside, you know, something like that. Um, I definitely have a lot easier time dipping on people, not being good people. But if they're if they're trying, you know, and they're they're just having a hard time that I'll. I'll give them a lot longer than I probably should. What's your go to? You? Uh, I'd, you know, I just usually honest with them, you know, I'm just like, uh, I don't think it's going to work. You know, I got to go. Yeah, it's a good way to go. Yeah, I'll. um. I, I definitely use like the D the D two LFG to do things, you know, whether it's farm dares or if people aren't on to like farm farm nightfalls and stuff, but a lot of that you can do without comms now. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely a lot harder if you're doing something with comms, like in a chat with people that you don't know. Like like even like PvP or trials and just not doing good. Like, if I'm ever the best person on the team, we aren't going to win any games. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I always try to also set the expectation if I'm the one setting up the match, like, hey, this is going to be a chill run. I don't care what your KD is. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, honesty is probably not a bad approach. No, it's it's not, but I just... I don't know. The 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 people that you're sorry, I've just struggled there. But the people you're playing with decides how long I'm going to go with it, right? But yeah, at yeah. the end, it's just like there are times where I'm like, it's just too late, and my brain's gone, and I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. but that's normally that actually is more often with friends and not LFG groups. It's like, yeah, we've been banging our head against this for a while. I'm just going to call it. We can come back later with an LFG group. It's like, yep, all right, I'm. I gotta go, guys. Sorry, there's something on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've definitely had LFG groups where the intent was to farm like a grandmaster, and then I run. You do a run with them, and um, there's just a lot of deaths. And we'll get through it, and I'll just be like, "Sorry, guys. I thought I could farm, but I can't." Peace out. And go do something else for ten minutes, and then join another team or whatever. Yeah, you should just tell them your pool's on fire. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot, man. Um, what do you think? Should we add some add some musica to the playlist? Yeah, we could probably do that. I uh, so before we get to Ben's pick, um, one thing that we are going to add this week is our community member and friend, friend of ours, friend of the show, uh, Psycho Sexy. His band put out a single this week on Spotify. Um, and so the band is Los Com- Combi, Combi. And the song is Beverly. Um, he said that they're they're looking to book some more studio time and, and do like an LP soon. But um, it was really good. So I figured that it is something that we should probably add to our day four playlist. Because, um, man, it's not every day that you have a a community member and a friend throwing something up on Spotify for us to add, right? Right. Which is what we would have done with uh with Ben if I if he wasn't up tonight because I forgot to ask him for a song until about uh, 13 minutes ago. Uh thankfully <laughs> he was around and gave us uh Ollie North by Donovan Wolfington. I um I have not listened to anything from last week yet that got added to the playlist. I wanted to give it like a couple or oh, a couple episodes because I listened to those first 14 songs on repeat so, so many um, times, yeah. So many times like trying to figure out what was going to make the cut. All right, let me go to Twitter. So cheese, you sent me one. Um, so what, what do you, well, who is this band or what can you tell me about them or this song? I feel like, uh, the band's underrated. I feel like they have a lot of, uh, just, just interesting songs. And, uh, uh, I, I like this song in particular. Um, it's just, it, it's just got a nice, like, I, I feel very you know uh peaceful 
about the the song in particular, uh, Broken Bricks. And I don't know, it kind of feels like uh that it's it's talking about people and how uh they're breaking and there nobody makes a sound. Like you don't even know. And uh I don't know, I just kinda it kinda hits me on an emotional level sometimes. Yeah, dude, I totally get that. Awesome. I look forward to listening to it. Uh, Mr. Co-host. Well, we're going to go with a band coming from the same homeland as the great Luciano Pavarotti. Uh, the name of the song is My Console by Eiffel 65. No, you I'm are kidding, not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. What? What a wonderful <laughs> setup. Oh, God. You totally had me there. Oh. I'm going to go with uh, Daylight by Matt and Kim. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun for the, all of day four. Uh, dude, I just, you're going to have to do a lot of, a lot of digging and research to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to know more about this guy. Going. I know <laughs> you'd be like an Eiffel 65 savant. <laughs> Oh, what do I want to do? Um, well, let me tell you about this band from Italy you might like. If you need help picking a pick. I, I have no problem with Eiffel 65. It was just that particular song um, reminded me of like a dumpster that was on fire. Um, no. <laughs> Drifting down a flooded street? Mm-hmm. I think we made the right choice by cutting it. Um, cheese, a little background to the joke. We... So we create these playlists every 24 hours or once we have 24 hours of music, we start a new playlist. And we realized um, once we got to day three that it helps a playlist if you have, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of music to start it off. Um, When we went to the day two playlist, it took quite a few episodes before you could really listen to the playlist because it's only a handful of songs. You know, if you're only adding three or four a week, uh, you can only listen to an eight, eight track or 12 track playlist so many times before it wears out. So we asked our community to submit questions or not questions, uh, songs for us. And then we we kind of went through and, and listened to them and um some some of our friends like to troll us, so we had to make we had to make cuts here and there. Uh, and some of our friends are just really bad at picking music, um, Burning Wing. Um, but uh, no, I joke. I joke. Um, but yeah, I, this Eiffel sixty five song was just it, it was it was not great. Um, and so so I made a strong case for cutting it. Anyways. Does, does uh, that mean you're like blue? Because uh, you're not. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with blue. Yeah, I yeah, am I'm going okay to is blue because it's not on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think our, I think the th- thought process for our buddy was it had to do with video games, so we were definitely gonna pick it. Um, but the problem was, I think the band just was really trying to make a video game song and trying to cash in on it more than make a great song, and uh, yeah, it's just not, not for me. <laughs> okay um let's do something different i get i had this uh um buckle rhythm and steel band come up and they did a remix of the song pimp 
and uh, it is pretty great. And so we'll put that on. There's uh, no lyrics, all all instruments. Uh, but I've yeah, I very much enjoy it. And that puts us at 27 songs, one hour and 35 minutes for day four. Not too shabby for being a week old. Indeed. Now there's probably enough on there that I can give it a listen tomorrow while I'm gaming. Cool, cool. Um, so I think before we part ways, we should... Uh, so cheese i would like you to like just tell people all the places they can find you like you know about your channel like i just want you know for anyone who hasn't seen it yet i just want them to be able to find you and check out this greatness because you really you really do a, a service for a lot of us man your your stuff is very helpful so so you can find me on youtube uh, just by searching Cheese Forever. Nobody else has a dumb name like that. I'm going to be top of the list. You know. Uh, and you know. I, I do post clips and stuff on my Twitter. That I don't post on my YouTube. So if I was going to say. That if you wanted more. Of Cheese Forever. Then you should. Uh, look up Postulio23. On Twitter. P-A-S-T-U-L-E-O. 23. And we'll take them in the notes when I post this to Twitter after I edit it tomorrow as well. Um, do you do you think you'll uh, do like a discord or anything in the future? Or do you have a discord for for like your for like your friends or cheese stuff or not at the time? I do, I do have a discord. Um, our, you know, active channel is called Cheese Factory, and uh, awesome. <laughs> we talk about cheeses and weird things in there. Uh, I think I have an invite link, uh, like a custom URL for Discord in my video descriptions. Perfect. Awesome. And if anyone is in that's listening right now has not seen his videos, I definitely suggest going out and subscribing to them on, on YouTube because they're super helpful and it's, it's fun too. Like there's, there's videos that are helpful when you're trying to get stuff done, but there's a lot of things that you cover or show that are just like, they're just fun to, it makes the game fun, right? It, it enhances it in a way that maybe Bungie didn't necessarily intend. Um, but Oh no, it's great to be exposed to that. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of funny and weird interactions that uh that they're they're worth a watch, maybe not doing yourself, but they're worth a watch. Yeah. Well, we 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 appreciate I, I the time the, the backlog and I've been enjoying quite a bit of it cuz you know, <laughs> I've just been like well, that's like a 2 minute video. Let's just watch it and see. I'm like, well, Good to know that I've been playing this game this long and never knew you could do this. So thanks, cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we definitely appreciate that the the time that you put in, man, because 
you know, behind those those videos that you put out there, I'm sure is is hundreds, if not thousands of hours of of game time and game loops and trying to get it right or trying to capture it right. So you are definitely doing a service for the community and we appreciate that. And thank you and for uh, having me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can make some work out in the future and uh, we'll have to add you to the friends list too. Maybe we'll play some games sometime here. I, uh, I definitely am on destiny a lot. So <laughs> They're saying you need a carry. That's you need the cheese I, man. Sure. I, I mean, I don't even care. I mean, we're carry to the helm, like wherever, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fun times. It'll be interesting to see what next season brings. Cause I felt like I got on the best stuff for PVE at the beginning of this season. And I didn't have to think real hard about my builds or anything because I was like, committed to it but once stuff changes up and we get the new artifact and the new mods and stuff like that it'll be it'll be interesting to see what life is in a, a post releasing new 3.0 uh build each time yeah yeah so i think I, mix- I think uh 100k nightfall first week is the biggest issue yeah trying to get that will be tricky uh but i imagine your channel will probably be popping with new stuff when there's a whole new release out so mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that yeah. Yeah, I definitely look forward to more easy button videos. <laughs> awesome. All right, boys. Well, I'm going to um, get some sleep myself. I got to wake up early and take the doggos to the vet so that they can they can not have babies anymore, which would be good for them. And you. But, uh, so. Yeah, and me, right? Pleasure, Cheese. Uh, yeah, dude. You guys have a great night. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for making the time for us. I really appreciate it. No problem.